You found us through fly fishing. You'll stay for our passion and the community. Welcome to the Wet Fly Swing Podcast. Yeah, but he doesn't get it. How come fly fishermen don't get it? You only haul with the short power snap. Look for where people walk and the insides of bends and hunt those. The roof blew off and the interior walls got sucked out and the trees are just coming up. And I mean, he's clearly not going to clear the trees. It is not a fly fishing story. It's a story about me trying to understand my brother through fly fishing. Welcome to the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show, where you discover tips, tricks, and tools from the leading names in fly fishing today. Quick word from our sponsor. Stonefly Nets is producing some of the sweetest custom nets you'll see on the market right now. Find out what everyone is talking about and take a look at some of these super classic wood nets right now. You can head over to wetflyswing.com stonefly to get your custom net today. That's wetflyswing.com stonefly, S-T-O-N-E-F-L-Y, to get started right now. We've been waiting for you. Follow our guests, follow us on Instagram, and share this episode and the love if you enjoy this podcast. And we are live in three, two, one. How you doing, Kelly? Doing awesome. Thanks for having me on the, the podcast, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, putting some time aside to uh, talk about a, a topic, a product. I think our listeners always love to hear new products. This is something... I'm really interested in because it's a unique product. I think um, you see waders out there. You see, you know, the felt, um, what do they call Like the booties. You know, I wear those a lot. But I want to hear about what you have going with this product. It sounds like it's pretty unique. Um, but before we jump into it, give us a real quick background on your fly fishing. What's your first, uh, you know, your first memory of fly fishing? Fly fishing? Yeah. So actually, Mike and I are both actually from, originally from Ontario. So like we grew up um, like bass fishing on the Great Lakes and stuff like that. And then uh, about like 10 years ago, we uh, moved out west and uh, yeah, like we live in Calgary. So you just like cross the Bow River and stuff and you just see people fly fishing everywhere and the mountains and it's all very memorizing and you're like, well, I got to try that, right? So uh, we grabbed a, grabbed a fly rod and I think I went down to like Montana or like uh, Whitefish or something like that and I had like the vest on and like the rubber boots and I didn't know what I was doing or anything like that. It's like a dry fly. I didn't catch anything, but, but that would be probably my, uh, my first memory and like introduction to like the whole fly fishing scene, which is amazing. So, yeah. So, and, and now you know, you're in, and we've had a few episodes up there in the bow. We had, uh, uh, let's see, I think I'm trying to think of the last one we had, I think it was, um, I'll have to look up the episode, but yeah. What, what is it about that area that you love about kind of the Bow River, Calgary, and that whole area up there? Yeah, it's really popular. Like people obviously fly all around the world to fish the Bow River. Like, but actually, it's like I'm kind of we Mike and I actually we most more likely just uh, we fish for like more for like char and bull trout. Um, we have like an addiction to like the whole like bull trout, like blue rivers, like mountains. You know what I mean? Like the whole adventure aspect of it. So like we kind of uh, like find ourselves like more adventuring out than anything for that like we don't really hit the boat too much like i have a one friend that takes us on this drift boat once in a while but but yeah but um it's uh it's really cool like it's a world-class fishery so it's it's nice to have in your backyard for sure yeah and where are you guys and so and where are you located again what's your town calgary alberta oh you're in calgary yeah we're, we're right in calgary like yeah that's where we're based out of like we run the business here and and uh yeah we just venture out from calgary all over the mountains basically so oh okay yeah yeah so head head uh basically head west into the, all the i mean banff isn't that far right you got all that right next door yeah like banff is beautiful like um uh banff bc we go into bc a lot for that's probably the best place where we go to uh target bull trout um just less crowds and just like crazy you can just drop a pin anywhere and you'll be the only one on the river. So it's just, uh, it's amazing. Like, and if you're not catching fish, it's awesome because, you know, it's just, you know, it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It seems like when you look at a, a map and I haven't spent much time in, uh, you know, Alberta, but I spent more in BC, but is it, it seems like it's pretty similar, right? You got the mountains. Yeah. Is it just that there's more of a, a, like Calgary, more of a Eastern slope where it's more of a, not, not as wet, I guess. 
Yeah, like it, Calgary is just the it's it's awesome. It's very similar to BC. It's just with Calgary, the city here, the population is like over a million. So oh, it's just bigger. Yeah, it's just bigger. So there's more people along the rivers and stuff like that. So if you go in between BC or like into the interior BC, um, it's just yeah, uh, that's yeah. It. It's just un- it feels like you're the only one on the river. And that's cool. It's kind of like un- untouched, and you're these holding these big bulls, and they're just like oh, they're man. very like predatorial, and they just yeah. like you dip your streamer in the water, and they just kind of come out of the water. So it's uh, we're we're addicted to it basically we just we go for bull trout more than more than anything and same with like alpine lakes like there's so many right you can just you know drop a pin on a lake or look up do your research and you'll be like you know go camp up there for two or three days you know and uh and just have a a great time it just feels like you're almost like in a you know like a portrait or something like that so right right right. that's that's the cool thing about canada is that it's just you know there's just fewer people you know i mean you you, like you mentioned calgary to you you know, it's all relative, right? 1 million people. I mean, where I live, you know, we're in a city that's pretty small too. It's a little bit bigger than that, you know, down and out of Portland. But I mean, that's tiny. I mean, you go down to California and I, you know, there's, there's 20 million oh, wow, people, yeah. right? I mean, it's, or whatever the number is. Yeah. So it's cool. And that's why Canada is so amazing because you can literally get up there and just lose yourself. Is that kind of what it feels like for you guys? Oh, a hundred percent. You just like, I have had friends like fly in this year. I've took them fishing and they're just like memorized. They're like, this is insane. Like you guys will just drive like two, three hours, like, like nothing or four hours just to go for, for bull trout. But they kind of see why once we get out there, they're just, you're in no man's land, no reception. And it's, uh, it's just amazing. Like the whole feeling you get. It's it's unreal for sure. You guys have bull trout in Oregon too, don't you? Or a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as big. I mean, definitely there's other parts of the country, you know, that have probably more bigger populations. Gotcha. But, and we've done some episodes on bull trout. I mean, I think most, most of them have been kind of up, um, yeah, up north in your neck of the woods. Right. And that's what you guys are awesome. known for, but, um, good. So mm-hmm. yeah. And the bow river Barry was episode 461 where we talked about the bow river with, uh, with Barry <laughs> and it was good, oh, yeah. but, uh, that, that was a good one. So let's, let's jump into, this uh this product uh, line you guys have so so how did you come to uh start this company around you know and maybe talk about what this is because it's kind of a unique product yeah so uh mike and i like i said we spent lots of time in the backcountry and like out west like the water's always like the mornings are cold and uh the water's always like cold a lot of it's glacier fed and we hate wearing weight like we hated wearing waders a lot because like it's just expensive and like they would be like leaking a lot and you just you know what i mean you go through the bush once and it's just like swiss cheese up there yeah. and heavy because like we obviously do like the backpacking and and the vulture like i just mentioned so basically uh yeah we just hated wearing waders and we noticed that we've watched youtube videos like in new zealand and um like New Zealand and on the flats when guys were like out in, in the salt water and stuff and they're always just wearing like their compression pants like just regular like you know like gym pants and I'm like man that looks like a great idea you get a little more warmth and a little more protection out there so we started trying it because we never really like really liked wearing the the dry pants too much and stuff like that the khakis and stuff because we were always like cold in the morning right and stuff like that so so basically we were wearing them just like our gym clothes and we were just kind of copying them on YouTube and then during COVID we're like what's a better material that like we could wear that even keep us more warm like in the mornings and uh you know like or during the night like evenings later fishing and stuff like that so basically we just got some neoprene leggings and we started like wearing those like online so we started wearing those we're like these are awesome like there's neoprene and wading socks there's neoprene you know in waders like why not neoprene like compression pants basically so we started like turning ideas and during COVID and got pretty bored. And we're like, man, I think this would work <laughs> like in the fishing industry. Like, why wouldn't it? And not only that, like you can put cool designs on them. You know what I mean? Like, like sub sublimation designs and stuff like that. Like it's, it's, it's definitely a unique look and like a sporty look, but uh, we took Mike, basically Mike's like, he had a wedding and his wedding money. And uh, like, uh, we basically just went for it and we started working really hard on like designing, like making it better like adding pockets, adding a nylon layer for like, and stuff like that. So you can perspirate sweat a little bit better and making cool designs. And, uh, and then we basically launched it a year and a half ago and, uh, man, it's really taken off. (laughs) It's been, uh, it's been pretty crazy. Like it's definitely, uh, popular in Europe, like New Zealand and stuff. Like we have a dealer in, in New Zealand, but the whole concept of it, that's how it all kind of came together actually. And 
Um, like if you're an adventurer, you know, like, and, and not only that, they work really good, like for steel headers, like under your waders as well, because you know how you like your, your feet are planted in the winter, like in the water for prolonged periods of time and your legs are just frozen. That extra little one millimeter or two millimeter of, uh, you know, neoprene really like guys, you know, always message us being like, I can, I can last way more longer in the, in the river than like my friend, he always like gets out or whatever. So Smitty's Fly Box delivering monthly flies, fly materials, and accessories each month with their Smitty's subscription fly box. Smitty's has been producing high-quality flies and materials for over 30 years, so now it's time to take the guesswork out of fly time materials and patterns. You can support this podcast right now and get a great selection of flies and fly time materials right now at Smitty's Fly Box. That's Smitty's, S-M-I-T-T-Y-S, smittysflybox.com. Is neoprene, is neo, I'm just curious on this because, you know, I do a lot of, I've done a lot of winter steelhead fishing and, and I just found something that's been, well, I, I always wear long johns, you know, whatever you want to call them. They're just, you know, yep. they can be wool Marina synthetic. Wool. Yeah. And so what, that's what I got recently. I, yeah. for years, I, I, well, I started out with one type, but I've been buying some cheaper stuff, but just last year, I think, or a year or two ago, I bought a pair of uh, smart wool. And, uh, and it was like, damn, I've put those things on and I mean, it's hard to take them off. They're so comfortable. So that's a nice layer, but is the smart wool, as far as warmth, is it similar to what you, you know, what does the neoprene offer like that, you know, compared to say a smart wool? Yeah. It kind of just keeps your, uh, like your heat in, obviously this, that extra thick layer kind of like that layer and with your waiter and like the neoprene just really keeps that warmth trapped inside in your legs in the water so obviously hiking with neoprene underneath depending how cold it is can be pretty warm for sure but uh for sure but but yeah like so like it's just a great versatile pant to have really like to have like on board to have like in your gear because uh you can wear them under your waders you can if you want to you know just roll them in your bag and then if it gets cold or the rain or something like that it's so easy to pack in you can just roll them out and basically just put them on and you're like you're good you can like you know i've had guys messages be like yeah that your pants saved us from like a rainstorm or like you know what i mean it got so cold overnight we slept in them for like two days or whatever so so yeah it's just like a unique product and the way we market it too is like very unique compared to like a lot of uh other the big brands and stuff like that like kind of like sporty and and adventure and stuff like that oh right right, yeah gotcha so the perfect person that would be wearing these obviously you can see the benefit if you're up in a cold waters and you don't want to bring a pair of waders you're hiking and instead of doing a you know kind of like what i would do is and i've been doing this quite a bit is you know those booties i think everybody has them the sims booties or whatever you you put them on and they're supposed to kind of go over you put them on your feet and then you wade wet right and then you yeah. fold the the neoprene thing over your laces but what i've been doing is the rock actually guards. yeah the rock guards so instead of doing that what i've been doing is pulling them up over up to my knees yep, so essentially yep. i have it right yeah. And, I, yeah and i've been doing that so is that essentially what you guys make just a full leg thing of that Ours is just the full leg thing of it. We actually right now are making the ones with the rock guards as well. But yeah, ours is like a full pant and we have different thicknesses. Like, and we also do regular leggings, like UV leggings, right? Like for the flats and stuff like that. But, uh, but yeah, it's a full pant, a full pant. And then we have, yeah, full pant. With, yeah like it's just the full, like what you just basically said, except your legs, your upper legs are going to be covered. Yeah. Everything. And we actually, yeah, like everything's covered. Like obviously we made the concept with, you know, cold water and out in the mountains. Cause there's no humidity like out East, but guys have been even buying them for like in the Ozarks and stuff like that. Cause just for the bug protection, you know, oh, right, I mean? the, the bugs, bugs yeah. Bugs are bad out there, but they don't really want to wear waders because they're sweating buckets in their waders and the bugs are getting through their, their khakis and stuff like that. So they're just, they're just wearing them to get in the thin ones, like the one point one millimeter ones. And they're, they're just eating them up like out, out East too, like Ontario, the great lakes. I'm like, Holy man, they're, they're going to be pretty hot out there wearing those <laughs> but then i'm like and then they message us and they're like man the bugs they're, they're bad but it's nice to feel have that mobility and uh, protection and stuff like that so gotcha. there's benefits there as well so okay and then when you're and when you're waiting let's say you were waiting up to your your knees or your thighs is water actually getting up like a wetsuit into those yeah yeah it's like wet so it's completely wet waiting right like obviously if you just pour water on the neoprene legs that does have waterproof capabilities it just beads off but yeah it's it's very similar to a wetsuit it just kind of locks that heat in it's that warmth but like yeah if you're if you're not if you don't like wet wading and getting wet then skin's probably definitely are not not your not your thing but if you like being feeling mobile 
like having that mobility and that it gives you a little extra energy out in the backcountry on your adventures or like you know what i mean it's just uh it's great to uh they're great to have like we barely wear waders until like the winter um now between the regular leggings and uh the neoprene ones so so yeah i, I think it has a place in fly fishing for sure so we're really excited because we're the only ones doing it right now so right right, right. <laughs> so so yeah man it's uh it's been uh it's been good off to send you some <laughs> yeah yeah definitely no i'm looking I at it. I, I always think of the the interesting thing it's kind of like the guy thing you know the uh the gals right you see these all the time the, the spandex or whatever they're wearing around town you know with the guy yeah. you got you got the uh you know you, you know you're wearing you're, you got your package hanging out right that's one of those yeah, things you got where, the, yeah. we wear shorts you got yeah. your shorts right you wear your shorts and then you also have like a pocket so you see that with the the, the ladies out there too they have that little pocket in the right it looks like you guys have something yeah, like yeah. that too in those yeah, we got we got pockets on each side, actually dual pockets, so you can put like a you know like some tippet in there, like your fishing license. But yeah, we were like us guys. We've seen some guys out there just you know. Yeah, they're full on. They're badass. You know the bonds <laughs> out there, but but, <laughs> right. but we wear shorts. We we sell shorts too, so yeah. we uh, we wear the shorts. The whole kind of look that way but, but yeah, yeah. that's funny well the cool thing is about it too is it not only is it a i can see the the benefit here because obviously waders are great for certain things but yeah in the summertime if you're hiking especially a lot you're going to get hot and then if you pack them up oh, if yeah. you're doing like a back punch multi-day trip now you got to carry all that weight so this basically allows exactly. you you can hike in with them they're light they keep it and also the uv right they keep the uv off so i mean i love wearing shorts but the you know the the more you go you realize the more that uv yeah you got to protect yourself so exactly um, and they're light how much do they weigh how much is what like a 1.5 uh my brother's kind of like the the business side. he knows the exact it's on my website it's it's very light like very like we've done a couple of podcast episodes recently with like backcountry hiking and some folks and we talking about weight and they were talking down like ounces yeah they're i mean this is probably a market you guys are already thinking about but for sure people that are in that market definitely weight is a huge thing and you know it's huge yeah yeah yeah, like every week we get an email. We get an email like, "What exactly do these weigh?" Because, like, people are doing like we just had friends that actually just flew in and they went and hiked up to uh, Fortress Lake, and uh, like that's like twenty five k like one way, right? Like, yeah. like up and like their packs, like you know, they got to have them as light as possible so they have energy to where they need to go. So uh, yeah, skins are definitely a great alternative. You can't like wear grabbing your boots and your waiter or boots and waders is definitely going to be a lot heavier and sometimes you just don't get that protection with the regular dry pants so yeah the, the adventure angler is definitely a what we're, where we market for sure and that's uh, cool we'll work for you. yeah that's yeah. cool and you don't need these to be really like super like so tight that they're you know is there any like talk about that do, do you want them tight is there uh what was it called like compression right there's some health benefits of a compression pant too right yeah you got it yeah like a lot of like like you just said so lots of guys even that have like knees and stuff like that or like knee issues or stuff it kind of gives that compression fit and that little extra you know like like a uh, support i guess you could say um for your knees and your joints so it, it, you just put it on and you just kind of you feel bulletproof like out there and you feel comfortable and you feel like you can move like the mobility so like i said europe's it's you're eating it up for sure like they've worn for years i think just regular ones and we put a brand on it and made it better but like here it's always been the same like you know montana and like you know the states a lot of the same big brands wearing the same thing for a long time right so this is kind of new so we've been slowly selling it like on this side of the pond so so uh it's it's slowly just kind of massaging it in there you know what i mean like i'm sure lots of people just show up like what's that you know what i mean yeah (laughs) what do you got there yeah it's cool and then you get the designs are awesome too how do you guys go about with your designs how do you like decide what new designs you're going to use and how are you doing the artwork yeah so um basically uh i kind of or mike's like the mike kind of runs the business side like the like the shipping and then i kind of like well we both kind of do the designs and then like we'll usually get an artist like we have a local tattoo artist that we're friends with and he'll kind of help us out and do some uh do some designs and uh and yeah, we just kind of like freestyle it a bit, you know what I mean? Get wild with it and have fun with it, you know? <laughs> like, so we're always coming up with like new different designs, like more casual ones and then some bold ones like with camo and stuff like that. And like fish designs by far. Yeah, that's the like, best. Oh yeah. <laughs> People just, yeah, like just that is the top sellers if it has a fish design for sure. Yeah. So. I'm trying to think, I think there are a few other people, well, maybe not up in Canada, but down here doing something similar and it's probably a little bit different, but there's... 
I can't remember his name, but there's a guy I see at the shows that has a design. He's got like these fish designs and I don't know if it's like neoprene. I think his is more like, um, like polyester. Yeah. I think it's something like you'd use for the, the sun sort of thing, but he does do the designs. I've talked to him before and he's like, yeah, the fish, he's got these, just the whole thing is like a giant fish. (laughs) You know what I mean? I can't remember his name, but, but essentially that's what it is. Like, I think people like me, I mean, myself, I think people love, obviously we love fish. Fishy dudes love fishy things, man. Yeah. You love to see that. (laughs) Right. So, so I'd, I'd guess that if, yeah, you came out with some, a fish line of like, okay, here's our tarpon pant. Here's our, you know, our bull trout pant, right. That'd probably work. Like scaled or yeah. even like the scale. I think that's what I got. I actually bought a pair from him for my lady. And then, you know, it was a, it was tarpon scales. No way. That's awesome. Yeah. It was tarpon scales. And, um, anyways, if I think of his name, I'll throw in the show notes. But the point is, is that I think you're on the right track. Like people just love like, okay, I could wear a black neoprene thing, or I can have something cool that actually looks sweet. Yeah. Kind of represents like your, uh, your hobby and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. We have like a char pant. That's actually like a, like a chart design on the on the legging and stuff like that it's it's cool yeah like we were we're so like nervous like with what designs would work and and definitely the fishy uh fishy guys like fishy things like i said so (laughs) for sure that's right Mm -hmm. good good nice so and now how long you guys how long is this uh brand have you when did you guys launch this thing uh we launched it may of last year so it's been like a year and a half so we're just slowly uh we're just growing organically doing it basically um out of our garages right now that's awesome. Yeah, we're just doing it out of our garages and uh, just grinding away. And uh, so it's been a year and a half in, and we just, we're growing already. So we, we got lots of new products already in the pipeline. We just kind of put everything back into it right now. And uh, just kind of, we got all, all sorts of ideas. Like we got waterproof bags coming out we're, we're going to do. And and we're really like looking to uh, target like the, the salt scene when the winter comes. And like also, obviously, like I said, we have a dealer in New Zealand. So like this right now, when we go into winter, they uh they go into they go into summer so we kind of try to market you know it's a smart marketing thing to do that so like we have a dealer there like mike kirkpatrick from new zealand some people might know on the on the podcast so he's actually our dealer there but uh but yeah so uh, the salt water scene's huge for us too like with regular leggings uh so we're gonna keep trying to work on that and uh yeah so about a year and a half in wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so what's and you're saying like europe new zealand in that other part of the world so people are already doing you see a lot more of this over there yeah like they already like i said they're already doing it so it's really working over there like we have we're talking to some people right now in uh the uk and in, in scandinavia so like it's just i don't know it's just the style i guess like they've always kind of done it just whether it's just sports pants but we're the first ones like i said to to make it fishy and market strictly basically on fishing and and make it better like with the materials and stuff like that but yeah like so we're just slowly working over there and trying to expand the brand and and uh, lots of people like and are uh taking notice like the messaging us and emailing us rooting us on kind of i don't think there's many canadian brands really i'm, I'm finding out do you know many or that many that are doing this or no or like just bigger like or like waiting clothing or stuff oh like waiting that. stuff uh um, yeah. no i don't know of many i, I think it's yeah. um no, I, I can't think of any waiter brands. I'm sure there's probably some. I mean, I know there's, we worked with a lot like reels, you know, I mean, there's definitely yeah. Oh, yeah. rods, yeah. you know, there's lots of that. Um, I'm not sure about fly lines, but yeah, I haven't heard much on the waiter scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The waiting scene. So like even, yeah, like locals just even, or like, they like that and stuff that we're Canadian and stuff. So yeah. What I definitely, what I definitely love about it. It's like, you know, the, my US, you know, friends and people listening or probably gonna you know laugh at this but i mean definitely you know i i feel like it's kind of the we're the same country you know what i mean it's like <laughs> yeah. a small border yeah it's u.s canada yeah. i mean there's some difference yeah. in politics or whatever who knows but yeah, who knows? i mean it's essentially the same thing the only biggest difference is is like like we said at the start there's just a lot fewer people in canada yeah you yeah. know and, and that goes with everything so the audience you know everything's smaller and less which is good in a lot of ways right it's good you know, for a number of reasons, but, yeah. um, but I, th- I feel like that's it because I mean, some of my best friends, like I said, are in Canada. I think there's like a lot of great minds, uh, people up there that are doing, they're super smart. And oh, so nice. this is, it, it never surprises me when I see a new product come out of Canada Yeah, cool. that is, you know, kind of new. It's just because I feel like, yeah, you guys are on it. So, but yeah, this is cool. So what else do we need to know about, uh, this product? It seems like it's pretty straightforward. It's easy to test. We'll, we'll talk about the prices a little bit. Is this pretty standard? Like, um, everything about the same price range? 
Yeah, so uh, like we're we're around like the like a uh, hundred and thirty five dollar Canadian, which is about a hundred, which is un- just under hundred dollar US. So like, it's yeah, yeah. So a hundred dollars US. So I, yeah, we get lots of, of sales in the US probably just because of that, right? So so yeah, the I, I feel like it's reasonably reasonably priced. I like for the fly industry, like it's you know a lot of stuff's pretty expensive. So we're always probably going to keep it that way, like just kind of keep it affordable because that's the whole reason why like i said earlier like you know like waiters and all that stuff it was expensive constantly doing it every year and stuff so we're just kind of always balling on a budget and so like just kind of keep that price point low for the for the people yeah (laughs) so definitely yeah Today's episode is sponsored by Chode Outdoor, legendary comfort and equipment you can trust. Chode insists on the finest material and craftsmanship to assure you have the highest standards of quality. You'll feel in control of the elements in your Chode gear. Every product is solidly backed with a no-nonsense warranty against defects. And I have a family connection to Choda over the years. Back in the shop, uh, the old shop, my dad uh, carried Choda and he wore those proudly with confidence. And now I'm carrying on that tradition supporting Choda. And I'm very excited about the new products coming out this year and working with Choda in 2023. I'm pretty rough on my gear and find myself putting a lot of miles on that gear and being pretty rough on it. So it's good to know that the Choda gear is durable, is bomber, and I don't have to worry about it. And uh, even on those long trips, you know, if you have a blowout, it's not going to be a good situation. So I'm excited to uh, keep digging into this this year. Clean, comfortable, charismatic, and ready for any situation you can throw at it. You can head over right now to Choda Outdoor at wetflyswing.com slash Choda. That's C-H-O-T-A to support this podcast in a great family company right now. Okay, now back to the show. So there's not much else. So everything we've talked about is pretty straightforward with what people get. If they wanted to check in with this, I guess the website, they can purchase everything there pretty easy. Yeah, everything's just there. Uh, we use Shopify, so it's pretty pretty seamless. Uh, Mike's, always, Mike's always on to uh, things really quick, getting orders out. And uh, yeah, that's basically just go to our website. And we have a big uh, Instagram following. Um, we try and post like cool videos i try to like make some like really like of our adventures like we're we're out there making our own content for a lot of it like obviously i I post other people's uh stuff because like you know like support us we support them kind of deal so but yeah we make all our own kind of we have fun with it and make our own content on like youtube and stuff like that and try and get creative and and yeah it's just really we're just having a blast doing it and we just can't thank the the people enough that's for it. supporting it yeah it's awesome right right super fun yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. the key i think that's the key yeah. you found something you're yeah. enjoying you know that's, yeah, that's love the starting it. point we love it yeah. what is that so if you look out at your your trips like what what's your next trip you're thinking about doing do you have one already you're thinking about heading out to or are you going out there all the time yeah we're basically every weekend uh we're uh we're going out somewhere <laughs> to try and go film and stuff like that right now um uh, we kind of give the bull trout a break uh, just because they're doing their thing this month but but uh in october we ramp it up when they when they come back down and it's pretty fun so we usually head down to like the revelstoke area and stuff like that and 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 uh we yeah target the you know some of the uh the outflows and stuff like that some of the bulls it's really fun so we have a trip planned with like we have a the YouTuber guy coming down, uh, fly all season and stuff like that. He's going to come down and we're going to do a film trip and yeah, just go chase some more char <laughs> basically. Chase some bull trout. And these are, these are bull trout. So these are fish that are, um, different from Arctic char and other char. These are actually resident fit. Well, I guess bull trout are migrating too, but they're migratory. Yeah. 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 And there's residents I'm sure too, in a lot of the rivers like yeah. the, and stuff like that. But, but yeah, they're all it's crazy how far they actually travel. Like, like we're up like 200 K sometimes in some of these like tributaries and stuff. So it's, uh, it's crazy. There's such a cool fish, like to me, like the, how far they travel and, and, uh, just like, they're, they're just so cool to us. Like, and they're only in certain places too. So people cold water, right. You got to have the real cold water, cold, cold water. Yeah. Very cold water. That's all. Yeah. It's very cold. Yeah. Like, pure that's the requirement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. Just like, I mean, that's the cool thing. Yeah, being a char, you know, they're similar to a lot of the species probably other people have fished for. I mean, like brook trout, 
uh, some of these other fish, right? They're not too all that much different. But they're cool thing about bull trout is they're super predators, so they get big. And um, and but, but talk about that. Like, how do you guys how do you guys find the, like take us to the water a little bit? Are you fishing like pretty small stuff, or some of these streams bigger? Yeah, it depends on the year time of year, I guess. Um, like you can nymph them and stuff like that. Like we nymph like small streamers. It, it works really well. But yeah, we tie our own streamers. Like some of them, you, like you can only get them so big. The streamers in uh, the fly shops. So uh, we make our we tie our own streamers that are like twelve inches long, like craft for a streamer. <laughs> yeah, like we just find them like that works. Like it's just they're so predatorial that like once they see that thing in their hole, they're like, we own this hole. Like we're gonna you know chase it out of there. Wow. So that twelve inch fly. Well, first, is there? Could you describe it? Is there a name of a fly out there? And then if not, just talk about like why. What what is it imitating? Like that's a big twelve inch. That's a big uh, fish. Yeah, like yeah, like a, well, I just think of like a big cutty, right? Um, I, I you could go like sex. There's some sex dungeons out there, and some like dolly dolly llamas that we tie that are like that big. But I don't even know the names of ones. We just tie as big as we can strips with like craft fur, and even maybe put like a, a weight on the front to get it down in that strike zone to get them. But like honestly, we find the bigger the streamer, it's just like. It's just crazy the the reaction. Like we'll just throw normal screamers. I won't even care. We'll see a big one in the hole, and then we'll toss the big big mama in there, and it's uh, it's game over. <laughs> so you feel you feel that the bigger the fly is going to catch the bigger fish. Yeah, that's that's always the way it's been. Uh, well, that we've witnessed anyways uh, out here. The bigger the fly, the uh, the bigger. But sometimes, like you know, when they're in pre spawn. Um, like in uh, July and August, you have to nymph for them because obviously they're they're kind of doing their trek or pre-spawn. So we usually kind of they, they're more timid because their minds on other things because they're traveling and and stuff like that, ready to spawn. So we we nymph like really small bugs. Actually, you'll see like three or four together working their way up, and uh, we'll uh, we'll just use nymphs like copper johns or like stone flies. Uh, what else? Like worms, squirmy wormies, and and stuff like that. And it's the only thing that will work. They just want that that small bug, those small bugs, you know. So, yeah. Or they'll just nose a big streamer out. They won't even eat it, right? Because they're just like, yeah, yeah. So, but that's sweet. So you're you're kind of spotting these. Are you seeing them? See them with the take, or you're finding them? Oh yeah, like well, a lot of them we kind of try and target the headwaters because that's like you know in like july and august is when they go up to the tributaries like they they pre-spawn for like a while um i know lots of people see colors on them and they get you know like obviously right now is a no-no like for us like basically but but yeah so yeah so this is good so that yeah basically yeah you don't want to target them when they're spawning yeah you're not doing that so essentially it's between you know kind of roughly august November or something like that, right? There's a period there where they're going to be spawning. And then after that, are you guys, well, and then that's the thing where you're at come November, December, the winters are getting that. So you're, are you fishing? Like when, when does your season end? Yeah. So, um, well, it can kind of go like certain rivers, um, all, uh, all winter you can go like, like the elk river and stuff like that. You can go in the winter and, and go, uh, for bull trout. So it, you can fish it. We kind of stop in the winter for us obviously because we, we do the business that's where we really bear down for like the spring like products and stuff like that but uh but we basically stop after this this in, in october but we take a break in in september for bulls and like let them obviously do their thing um and just give it a break but we like i said we target them in october when they're coming after they're done their spawn and it's just like a well the kokanee spawn is on during that time and they're just like smashing kokanee like crazy so, so it's just like so it's like mayhem right like they're coming down oh, so they're eating they're oh, eating yeah. the eggs they're eating the, the kokanee like the actual oh the, the kokanee themselves like yeah. they're, they're small ones here right like they're just like yeah gotcha like, like the size of your hand like small ones but yeah it's just they're eating like crazy so it's uh it's super fun oh, wow yeah when what's your kokanee fly just a big red like sex dungeon or like you know it's, we just tie some like i said a bunch of craft for together red or with some green wow. that's really cool <laughs> yeah so take us to the creek let's just paint that picture so you're out there talk about you know you see a fish how are you presenting that giant fly to that big giant fish yes a lot of it's like kind of uh reading the water you know like deeper like kind of pools and stuff like that um, when you see that white water that oxygenated like pool or water that slack water uh it was just basically you know get that fly down as far as you so we swing the streamer in and just try and get that as down as deep as you possibly can and like strip in fast and then you'll just see um and like take it at your feet sometimes you can sight fish them if the water's clear like in, near the end of the season it is usually pretty clear 
Um, but some of it's so silty, like that, you know, Kool-Aid blue water, right? right? So you'll just see them rape basically the take at your feet. Oh, so they're coming in just like a, like a coho would. They'll strip it in. They'll come right all the way up to you. Is that what they do? Yeah. They'll just come right in here. Yeah. They'll let coho do that too. Yep. They'll coho do that. Yeah. I've never gone coho fishing, but if it's like that, then it's very similar. Well, at least up in Alaska. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's all different. I mean, I think we were... We were catching coho up. We were up in BC a couple of weeks ago. Nice. Swinging. We were swinging for steelhead and we were catching chrome bright coho on the swing. That's So awesome. that was pretty awesome too. That's but epic. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty, it was pretty epic. I was, a couple of those, I was blown away. The first one I got in, I was like hundred percent for sure it was a steelhead, you know, with everything. <laughs> and then you get in, yeah. you're like, wow, you know, that, that was really cool. But so this is good. So you, it's a stripping game for the most part. So you cast out there. Are you casting out like upstream downstream how, how, where are you casting to or just wherever they are yeah I, like like i said we got some weights on there sometimes so you just kind of toss it upstream you can also like we have friends too that swing for them and they do really well actually and they love it they just swing for like some of the rivers are really big so they swing just like you know wet flies and stuff like that but yeah for us we just throw the big streamer in there like upstream and then we just kind of strip it in uh, as fast as possible get it get it deep let it sink for a bit and then strip it in as fast and they give it like little jerks and stuff like that. And it just kind of turns them on and, and it's super fun. Yeah. Like they're so predatorial and, and, uh, right. it's a fun fish for us, for us. Like, you know, we're not, we're not that good. We're just like, you know, average anglers. I think know? for anybody, <laughs> I think bull trout is, you know, the thing about bull trout is they're not everywhere. So yeah. you know, you're in one of those places where they're definitely out there. And then, but, but you could apply this stuff to a lot of other fish too. I mean, on the strip, for example, right. Are you, are you kind of doing a varying your strip or is it always like, you know, what works? It's a fast strip. Yeah. Like you just get a feel for it. Yeah. Like a quick one, like strip, like two, three inches and then pause and then like strip again. Or, or, or sometimes we just even like, I'll just let it kind of like run along the bottom. You know what I mean? And then strip in on the end, on the end of the swing, kind of like right, pushes bounce it around. out, bounce it yeah. around. And then at the very tail end of it, just kind of like strip it in. So, but like I said, like, we're just, you know, like, uh, average anglers, maybe below average with, uh, with, with high, uh, high adventure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, it's working. If you're catching, what's the biggest bull trout you've, uh, you've caught. Oh man. Um, the biggest one I caught was, I think it was, it was 30 for me it was 36 inches um a 36 yeah, there you go. So that's a giant. so it's a crazy so that's like a like a probably a teens whatever it is right like a yeah. 13 pound fish or something like that yeah oh man you could barely hold it out of the 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 net like you could barely even lift it your arms get tired like you're just doing bicep curls there so wow so what did that fish eat uh that one took a white streamer like a craft for a streamer like a I'm just one of the ones that we tie. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to do a video or something on some of the streamers that we buy and put it on my YouTube. Yeah. If you do a video, definitely let us know. We'll throw it in the show notes of this podcast. Yeah, for sure. I'll have to uh, do one up kind of, and maybe can help some, some anglers out there and stuff. So yeah. Today's episode is sponsored by Eastern Idaho's Yellowstone Teton territory, Idaho's most renowned zone for fly fishing from the Henry's fork to the South fork of the snake and all the high alpine lakes and streams in between, Yellowstone Teton Territory provides anglers and other outdoor enthusiasts with all the information they need to plan their next big trip. You can visit wetflyswing.com Teton right now to get the full list of outfitters, lodges, fly shops, and all kinds of inspiration to get you started on your next trip to Eastern Idaho. That's Teton, T-E-T-O-N, wetflyswing.com Teton. Nice. Well, I, the bull trout is definitely one of those fish that uh, it's still, you know, I mean, I've had some action, but nothing like what you're talking about. You know, no. it'd be cool to find some giant, not, I mean, they're just the giant fish, right? Some of these 30 inch. Yeah. And, and, and you're catching these in higher, like you said, you're like 200 kilometers upstream, yeah. kind of roughly, right? 100 miles. So you're up kind of like, what is the width of the actually the stream channel up there? Oh, the width? These places? I, I don't know the actual width. Like, um, like it's not the giant, these aren't big rivers. These are small, small streams. They're like, it's skinny water for sure. Like it's, yeah, it's skinny. like skinny. Yeah. Like it's like, you could cast easily across to the other side, I think. Okay. And you're using like what, like a six weight rod or seven weight? Yeah. Like we use like a seven or eight weight on um, just to try and get them in quicker, you know, not tire them out too much, but, but you could probably, I, I think some people use a six weight and stuff, but, but yeah, probably a seven or, or seven or eight weight will do pretty good. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. 
Well, what do you guys have planned? So as you look out, you've got a year under your belt now. It sounds like you guys have some momentum going. How are you, uh, you know, what's your plan to continue doubling down and getting the word out about these uh, backcountry skins? Yeah, I, I don't know. Just uh, just kind of keep doing what we're doing. Uh, I think it's working so far. Like, uh, yeah, maybe uh, just plan some trips and and keep trying to do stuff like this, I guess. So we've got to thank you for having us on, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Or, or whoever messaged you guys to to uh, sure. put the bug in your ear got to thank shout out to them too actually that's a that's a good uh, that's a good sh- uh, we'll do our listener shout out say because i think i think there's been a uh, a few people but i think we had uh, i just made this note flyrod jones so i'm not sure he's probably listening out here but he, he was one person that reached out and uh, and i wanted to give him a shout out you know as well but that's part of the cool thing about this is that you know with this podcast you know, anybody listening now, if they want to get an episode together or a guest, I always le- I put that out for them because I want to hear from our listeners. So if, you know, anybody's out there, they can email me anytime. And because that's part of this thing, you know, you guys are this, awesome. you know, you're not a, yeah, you're not a gigantic business, but I think no. it's really cool because yeah. you're the backbone really of, of the fly fishing industry, you know, the small companies. Yeah. Like we're just two regular weekend warriors basically that uh, just came up with a with uh, we what we thought was a cool idea, and and it kind of it's working so much, and I think people kind of like that, you know, like the the small brands and the businesses they they get behind that, and uh, so all the support's been amazing. I can't can't thank people that are uh, supporting us. Yeah, we just got big hearts, so we love it. Love, and uh, we'll just keep trucking along, and we'll just keep doing videos. And yeah, is that the main thing you guys are focusing on? The videos you're not like doing the blogging. Is it is the videos where you're kind of putting your effort into? Yeah, like I spend a lot of my time like uh, learning editing during the the COVID for this to to basically get like a, you know, like a higher quality, um, like make edits to get people pumped up. We already had a kind of a fishing page and we just turned it into backcountry skin. So we already had a following before that on Instagram. So Instagram is basically our main marketing place where we basically kind of like that's what's working for us anyway. So, so yeah, but obviously we want to expand like other places too eventually like i've been working on youtube and stuff like that so but what do you guys find that works pretty good like do you guys use for marketing yeah uh you know i think that the i mean i think it doesn't matter what you do i think part of it's just find something you enjoy doing i love it you know and, and, and don't spread yourself too thin you know i think that that's like for us it's podcast like we find that you know, everything we do starts with this podcast and that's been, you know, and I, and I love it. So yeah, I think people, when they get in trouble is they, they're like, Oh, I got to do everything. I got to be on YouTube, have a podcast, <laughs> yeah. I got a blog. And the problem with that is then you're just not good at anything. No, but if you do like you're thing. doing, yeah, yeah just be, become the best. Yeah. Exactly. Like you guys are, I would guess you're the best at the, this product, right? There's not many people doing it. So you've got this nailed and now it's just a matter and then find your, your marketing channel, which sounds like Instagram yeah. is what's working. So yeah. yeah, just become great at that. And then, you know, and then slowly over time, right. Then you're like, okay, I'm going to keep getting this YouTube and then maybe the YouTube's the next thing. And yeah, then eventually, yeah. right. I mean, nobody, nobody starts out being the best at everything, but you know, as you grow, you're going to keep adding things and that's, you got it, man. Yeah. You put it in a nutshell. That's exactly it. Like they, if you have passion and, and drive and it's just finding like so many people are like, try to focus on like, you know, all these things you see online, like, Oh, you know, let's, let's, you got to do YouTube. You got to do TikTok. You need, you need email marketing and all this stuff. Right. And you're just yeah, like, yeah. no, you just focus on what you, you first of all, you got to love it. You got to have passion for it. And, and that's the number one you're doing the reason why you're doing it. And then like, it's like, you know, then you just pick one channel and you just focus on that. Right. Cause there's so many people on everything. If you think about it, like there's so many, oh, yeah so many people like on every platform and all these things. So if you're just doing something cool, people can usually kind of feel that passion and, and then, yeah, and then just totally. snowballs, right. I feel like yeah, you yeah. put it in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It, it, it is. I think too, you know, I think there are, there, there's lots of spammy, you know, crap going on and stuff out there, but for the most part, people can see it's transparent. They can tell the, the, the legit stuff versus yeah. the people that are there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, that that's what's great about it. Still, even online, you know, it's like people are listening now to this episode, hearing your story. Yeah, and you know, they could decide what they feel like. You know, if this yeah. is legit, and they, you know, they could test it out. Which yeah. is, I mean, it sounds to me like I know just from my own experience. I always start there. We mentioned it. I've been using what is kind of like your product by pulling up those neoprene booties. Mm-hmm. Essentially, just haven't yeah. had the full 
you know, the full body, the full leg thing, which, you know, definitely other than, like we said, I'm not the guy that's going to be hanging out there with the package hanging out, but I'll, I'll, I'll put them on and put some shorts on, you know, I have a little yeah, more, you, but you're going to hide the buns. Yeah. You're exactly. Hide the buns. Yeah, yeah. You know, anyone chasing you around on the banks. Yeah. Right. 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 No, but I'll definitely, definitely shorts. give this a shot. Yeah, for sure. No, I'll send you, I'll send you some for sure, Dave. You can try them out. And, uh, cool, man. We can, right. we can hear your thoughts on that for sure. Good deal. Good deal. Well, we'll, uh, Let's just give us a one, one, I always love a couple of random ones before we get out of here. Music podcasting. So do you, um, are you a big music fan? Do you have uh, a group a music type you like to listen to? Yeah, I love music. Um, I, I obviously scout a lot of it for our videos. So like, I kind of like a, like a chill mountain vibe. Like, like I like Odessa and like Bonobo and like some kind of like, just like music like that. And also uh, like country too, like Morgan Wallen and stuff, obviously just when I'm cruising. Along the, along the river yeah perfect perfect awesome well we'll find, we'll dig something up for uh the show notes and then also maybe for instagram if we can put that together as well what is uh are do you listen to any podcasts out there oh uh, i listen to yours ever since you kind of messaged me so uh oh nice huge fan of that now like learning lots of uh things got some really well-known high-end anglers and stuff like that but uh i listen to joe rogan too quite a oh bit. yeah so yeah. I listen to Rogan, but, but yeah, yeah, Joe's Joe's great. Joe's awesome. He's the big well, he's the biggest podcast in the world, and you know it just shows you again, right, that the levels. He's kind of the biggest. He's the top dog. Yeah, yeah, he's the top he's dog. Good. I mean, yeah. he's he's got I don't know whatever he's at, but you know it's it's a huge listenership. But it's uh it's cool because I think I'm not sure what makes Joe Rogan so popular. I think it's because he's kind of in the middle. You know, he, he's just kind yeah. of, he talks about everything, everything, like everything, yeah. right. Everything. He, he talks about like, you know, like just normal everyday stuff or like yep. music. He has everyone on there. So yeah. I was crazy who he can get on there. He's such a powerful guy. He's like, I, I want that guy on my podcast. Oh yeah. He's there. <laughs> like, it's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're not quite at that level, although we've had some pretty big names. It's, you do. You know, I mean, yeah, <laughs> we, we haven't had any presidents yet, although I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah, you got to get like a yeah, like a fisherman out there. Get like you know what I mean, someone. Some yeah, yeah. Politician or something. <laughs> well, we had we yeah we celebrity. had a few. Always go. My biggest celebrity. Uh, you know, I've talked about this a little bit, but my biggest celebrity so far has probably been Henry Winkler, who was the oh, yeah. a lot. Yeah, That's so awesome. we had him. We had him on, that. and cool. yeah, and it was a really amazing episode, actually. But uh, good. All right. Well, I think I think that's good. I feel like we have a little your product. I think actually it's a, it's good because it's fairly straightforward. You know, it's like we talked about what it's about. So if somebody needs you know this uh, to solve this problem, I think they know where to go now. So and um, and and like we said, uh, backcountry skins and it's it's s k i n z right dot com. Yeah, with a z. Yeah, dot com. Okay. Cool, Kelly. Well, we'll do that. We'll send everybody out and maybe just give us a, a heads up for you. You know, we're in the summer. We're going to be heading into the fall. So what's your fishing look like? We talked about it a little bit, but anything new that's coming up or you want to just give one shout out here in the next, you know, six months to a year with the business or with your fishing? Yeah. Like, uh, just, we got all sorts of, uh, like I said, like, uh, saltwater stuff coming out for like, for the business side. Um, we got lots of, uh, saltwater, like more compression compression leggings and uv shirts and stuff like that and then like i said we got rock guard uh socks coming out that will probably we'll probably release those in the- oh rock guard so so like we're talking you're gonna have some of the, like the neoprene booty type things yeah this, what you what you wear exactly we're just oh, putting okay. our own yeah. we're just putting our own spin on it to go there with you go. yeah your own design and stuff yeah our own design we're making just regular booties that go in like you that and go in people's wading boots or your hiking boots so we're going to just do those to go along with our neoprene pants Oh, now, well, those pants, is there any, like, do your, your pants don't have the neoprene booty attached to them, right? They're just like leggings. Yeah. We, we've actually been, had lots of people even message us about waterproofing it, like sealing them like waders. hundred percent. So we've been, right. so we've been, so it's not wet waiting. Yeah. Could you do that? Is neoprene actually, I mean, it is, uh, is it hundred percent water? I guess, does it depend on what material type or thickness? Well, I think it depends mostly on, uh, on thickness and the way it's sewn, like seam together. Yeah, the seams, right, right, right. The seams, yeah. right. So it like neoprene is waterproof. Like when you, you if you just yeah, the neoprene booties on a waiter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it probably we're looking into it right now. We've had people message us asking if we're going to do it. So it's just the whole part. There's obviously pros and cons to doing that. Like, yeah, the problem with neoprene is <laughs> getting them off and <laughs> well, and yeah, you're if you if they don't breathe or get water in there, then they're going to get sweaty, right? So gross. Yeah, like that. 
you know what I mean? It would be just kind of sweaty and stuff. So like we obviously circled the idea, but but I mean, if you think about the neoprene and this is the the booties too, like you got a pair of Gore-Tex waders with neoprene booties. I mean, those are totally waterproof, but it's just your foot. Yeah. And for the most part, you you know, when you do wear waders, though, I mean, I've done this right when you're hiking a lot, and yeah, your feet are sweaty and nasty. It's definitely. You know, that would be the rest of you. That'd be your whole legs. So yeah, it'd be like that. just pouring sweat, right? Like, like a lot of the huge thing too is like, like the safety, right? Like people are like, some people are always worried about like going under with waders and stuff like that. I guess if oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's true. They're like so that's why a lot of people it makes them feel comfortable when they're on their like fish cat or floating around, but. But like with the field, like, you know what I mean? I guess it, probably no water would still get in there. I guess you would kind of be dry. Like you could probably use them maybe in the winter, but there's there's a lot of cons, cons to it, right? And it's hard to do. Like we were talking to our manufacturers. It's hard to do and expensive, right? Yeah, like expensive. No one's done it, but expensive. Yeah, I think like you said, it seems like you guys have this product that's pretty straightforward. It sounds like yeah. it's quite easy to get out there. Yeah. You know, maybe that's at a later point you get some. But again, I think like the waiters, the... The objection of like, hey, I'm I'm afraid. I understand that one, but I mean, as long as you have a belt that's tight around your waist, I've I've been swimming in waders before plenty of times. Oh yeah, have you? Oh yeah, a yeah. Dips, And those right? waders, yeah. as long as you have a belt on, water's not going to get down there. You, you know, I've so you, you're pretty safe. You yeah, know, but you have to have a belt. Yeah, yeah. You have the you have the belt, and it's funny because a lot of people think automatically if you go under, like you're gonna you're gonna drown. Like that's the only case really that happens is your legs kind of just become heavy and concrete. Like you probably felt that when you you know what I mean coming out. I guess, I guess. But yeah, well, there's air. That's the thing. There's, there's air, air. In those things. Yeah, so you actually float a little bit and stuff. Float, and it kind of sucks to your legs, but they're just heavy a bit. But yeah, a little bit. Right, right, right. No, I think for sure if I was swimming, 100%, I would rather have your skins on yeah. than a pair of waders. That's just another like, yeah, like feature, yeah. I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. Added to it. But like you said, answer. Yeah, just kind of expanding the the uh, the product lines and keep reinvesting into to new stuff and making it better. And then we'll just for fishing, like I said, I had, we're just going fishing here in October. And uh, yeah, so like just keep filming and, and fishing and networking and talking to people. and uh, Right on having a blast man <laughs> all right kelly well it's been good checking in we'll send everybody out to uh, like we said backcountryskins.com and uh yeah it's exciting to hear what you guys have going early on maybe we'll check back with you here in a, in yeah, a year or so that. and seeing how it's going and uh yeah. but yeah thanks for taking the time today and we'll look forward to uh, staying in touch yeah i really yeah let's stay in touch and i really appreciate you uh you having uh, me on here thank you so much that is a wrap you can grab all of the show notes at wetflyswing.com And please follow us on Instagram and share this episode out with someone you love. Please send me an email, dave at wetflyswing.com if you have any feedback or want us to put together an episode on this podcast for you. Check in anytime. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and would love to meet up with you on the water. We have new fly fishing schools going all year long and all around the country. So if you want to connect, let's do it right now. All right, time to get out of here. I hope you have a great evening. I hope you have a great morning or great afternoon wherever in the world you are. And I appreciate you for stopping by and checking out the show today. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show. For notes and links from this episode, visit wetflyswing.com.